So everyone has the goal of creating a culture that is inclusive, that is innovative, that feels productive, uh, a culture that increases and sustains retention, um, reduces attrition. Everyone wants a company in a culture like this. Now, in order to create this type of a culture, there are certain roles that you need. Now, I think at a macro level, some of the roles that I'm going to be explaining today, most companies either have will have, or no exist. But I think what I'm going to do today is give a little bit of a different perspective on these roles. Give a little bit of a different perspective on how these roles actually show up in real time, strategically, from a from a values perspective, from a, from a tangible output perspective, and, and what the DNA and the makeup should be of these roles. So the first role that we need to have when it comes to culture, an uh, inclusive culture, an innovative culture, and a culture that is Uh, A a culture that respects diversity, equity, and inclusion. A culture that puts every single person in the best position to benefit the company, but also in the best position to behoove themselves as a company's founder. Now, what do you need out of a company's founder? You need out of a company's founder someone that, yes, understands, obviously, the industry is someone that is strategic enough to put the company in the best position to win. But as it pertains to culture... As it pertains to DEI, you need a founder that genuinely believes in this shit. Pardon my French, but I'm not actually sorry. You need a founder that really believes in this stuff, really believes that every single bit of the company should be crafted and, and orchestrated and driven through the POV of the employee first. And the business second, you need a founder that literally believes that everything that person is seeing that is coming true within the organization can literally not exist without employees that are engaged, without employees that are diverse and overall skin color, background, points of views, execution styles. They know that this company cannot exist without the foundation of great human beings that are so excited, so dedicated to the work, so uh, you know, employees that are put in a position to, again, behoove their own personal careers while also behooving the organization. A founder that, again, leads a company that is innovative, that is inclusive, that is honest, that is transparent, that is exciting. A founder that leads a company like that is someone that genuinely understands that you have to put employees first. Now, what does that actually mean? That can mean that founder has done their own research, studying, learning, development. That can mean this founder was, you know, I've talked about this a lot. I want to see companies. I want to see big companies. Yeah, I'm going to say it because I've talked about this with Angel R. Howard who is an old-time friend, an amazing colleague, and an amazing innovator in the space. We, we've talked about it in one of her podcast episodes with Laura, who was a former partner of mine. Um, I want to see organizations hire as the CEO or founder in this particular case, former chief people officers, former heads of DEI. I want to see that happen. I want to see that happen because I believe in order to create an innovation, innovative culture and diverse culture and inclusive culture, I believe the person at the top that's inevitably making the decisions to hire the next six roles I'm going to explain, that individual needs to have and hold this DNA. Let's move on. The second role 
Venture capitalists. Now, explain why, Anthony or Adrian, whatever you want to call me. You can call me whatever you want, by the way. Taking a sip of the coffee here. Venture capitalists. You need a venture backed, you need a venture capital firm that is backing your startup, backing your big organization, whatever the case is, that genuinely believes that they are prepared to watch you as the founder make decisions when it comes to product, hiring, whatever the case is going to be, in a way that behooves your team from a speed perspective to not put them in a situation where you and leaders are micromanaging, you and leaders are pushing and pushing them harder than they need to be pushed. Thus, it causes attrition and causes retention issues where it causes um, um, too many diverse opinions where now there's significant misalignment. You need a venture capital firm and partners that are going to trust the culture process. Trust the employee first process. Now, it's very hard to find those those firms. And what does that actually mean? <clears throat> that actually means at a very granular level, that means a venture capital firm that is excited enough, excited enough to have their investment capital inside the organization, not give them the dividends and the kickback and the financial rewards as fast as other investments, but they're okay with that because they're banking on the long-term gratification and ROI. That's exactly at a more granular level of what that means. You have the founders of Airbnb, for example, that pulled this off beautifully. We've heard that there's Series C of funding by investor, phenomenal investor, Peter Thiel, who was co-founded and backed PayPal and Platur Technologies. And I believe he was involved with Tesla in the beginning days, whatever the case is going to be, or some type of relationship with, with, um, with uh, why can I remember this fool's name? With um, oh man, Elon Musk. You know, Airbnb has been known for the type of culture that they have internally, the amount of innovation, the amount of inclusivity, the amount of um, retention numbers they were able to capitalize on as they were growing and scaling and going through different moments. And they were saying it was because Peter Thiel, the main and lead investor during their Series C funding round, gave them that air cover. So you need that. The third thing you need is an amazing recruiter. Now I'm going to do a little bit of a plug, but this is actually true. You need a recruiter that is excited about looking into the tech, the HR tech space, as well as taking on the methodologies of a beyond brand, for instance, right? You need a recruiter that is so obsessed with making sure every single recruit, every single potential new hire understands at a visceral level what they are getting involved in from a very transparent level. And making sure there's technologies and systems and best practices embedded in their overall process to communicate this to these to these new hires to such a degree that these new hires are now coming into the organization and they're getting aligned quickly. Thus, that means they're more productive. You need a recruiter that is strategic enough, that has enough of a know-how to sit down with hiring managers 
and really make sure the JDs are organized in such a way that lands you on the right type of operational culture ad, not just someone that can do the job. You need a recruiter that genuinely understands the importance of employer branding. You need you need a recruiter that genuinely understands what it looks like to put employees in the best position to succeed, meaning during the interview process, whether that's a screen, interview number one, interview number two, until you pass them on to the direct supervisor, someone that is thinking very intentionally about, you know what? I want to try to create such an amazing experience during this conversation where I want them to think about this company, even if they don't get selected in a positive way, because you never know how that can boomerang back to us, as well as I want to think very cautiously and and strategically and empathetically about their skill sets, their DNA, who they are, so I can put them in a position to be successful, potentially in a different role, in a role that maybe they're not even directly applying for. Let's move on. HR manager, chief people officer. In my opinion, the second most important role inside of a company. I'll make this very simple. You need a head of you need a head of people that is strictly strategic, that understands how to align them with a team of doers and practitioners and tactical executors. But you need a chief people officer that is phenomenally. Phenomenal at the strategic work. I just tried to make up a new word. Someone that understands internal comms, employer branding, recruiting best practices, um, or uh, you know, organiz- uh, organizational um, psychology, psychological safety. How to create real leadership rubrics that put employees in the best position to be led by empathetic and strategic and innovative and thoughtful and 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 execute you know great execution based leaders. You need a chief people officer that's not afraid to say you know what CEO you know what investors you know what COO etc. We are going to have a very strict rubric around what allows and what will sustain a leader in this company because we care about retention here first, not just, not just financial executions. Let's move on. Then you need a storyteller. Now that at times can be the founder. That can be the CEO. But I think in this particular situation, it should be someone internal. I think your head of internal comms should be a a great storyteller. Someone that can help a growing company storytell the changes in the change management nor in the change management situation that are happening. And any great company that's going to be scaling and there's going to be so many changes, so many ebbs and flows. And you need a great storyteller that can motivate and sustain that that morale, that can sustain that high energy, that can sustain that engagement. And the last one, a diversity lead. The questioner. You need someone, whether in a traditional head of DEI capacity, or someone that is just placed in a position to you can you can call them head of innovation, if you will, head of innovation, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Someone that will question everything. Someone that will question everything from the data they extract from the employees first. So, what do I mean by that? They'll look at every category of the business. 
They'll look at product. They'll look at innovation. They'll look at finances. They'll look at internal comms. They'll look at learning and development. They'll look at, they'll look at so many different things. They'll look at everything, right? And they'll make a decision based off of having those one-on-one conversations, those team-wide conversations with employees and say, you know what? The employees are feeling X. The company is doing Y. I want to question the company. I want to question the employees. And I want to find a, a, a center, a centralized truth that sits in the middle that works for everyone. So if you got the gist of this episode here, you need those roles. And I don't believe every single company either has those roles. And if they do have those roles, they don't have those roles structured in the psychology in the way that I've just described today. So take a second, think about it. Let me know your thoughts and we'll definitely talk soon.